Welcome to Passports and Pizza, a podcast about everything by two carb-loving, carry-on-only gals. I'm Laura, a traveler and writer with an appetite for adventure. And I'm Sarah, an artist and food blogger who travels mainly for the food. Join us as we dive into anything and everything that's on our plates and on our minds. We're alive! We're back! <laughs> Yo! We're here. Um... We're sitting on the floor as per usual. <laughs> we are in person together. Yes. But we do have a new setup. We each have our own mic. Can you hear the difference? So hopefully it sounds better. <laughs> but also this way we're not literally like three feet away from each other talking into the same microphone. Breathing on each other. Yeah. 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 So that's good. We're alive, you guys. We're here. We're here. We're excited. Season three. We're surviving, not thriving, as I like to say. Capital S surviving. Yes. We are surviving. Yeah. You know, this is not the time to thrive. This is a time to survive. Yeah. So I'm here for it. Mm -hmm. Um, so before we get into anything, um we actually have pretty big goals for season three, and we would really love your help. We really, really love this podcast and we really love you guys for listening. So um to celebrate season three and to spread the word about this lovely little podcast we're hosting, we're gonna do a giveaway. We're going to be making a COVID care package um, mm -hmm. with like all of our favorite things. So books, candles, what else? Treats. Snacks. Yeah. We're going to fill it up with lots of goodness. We'll share it on Instagram. And all you have to do to enter is to give us a review on iTunes or tag a friend um, on our recent Instagram posts. And we're going to keep that open in, for the whole month of October or November. Right. So, oh yeah. Also important to note that we are recording this episode a little early. Yes. It is now... Early October. This won't come out until late October. So if anything <laughs> insane happens in the next couple of weeks, which I'm sure it will. I mean, it's 2020. Um, just know that we didn't know about it yet. Yeah. So that's why we didn't talk about it. Yeah. And we're we're planning ahead. We're on top of our stuff, which means we may be out of the loop. Yeah. <laughs> so, but yeah, yeah we, if you would like to enter that um, giveaway, uh, all you have to do is enter a review. It's so easy to do on Apple iTunes and um, or tag us on Instagram, tag a friend. So mm -hmm. we want to really like gain our listenership, grow and have more listeners this season. So we need your help. So yeah, be great. And you guys are how that happens because you Word just of mouth. have to tell your friends and your family members and your, yeah, I don't know, your neighbors, your hairdresser. Yeah. Your babysitter. The cashier at the grocery store. Anyone. Your Starbucks barista. Anyone you're like, hey, you listen to podcasts, listen to Passports and Pizza. That's how it happens. <laughs> yeah. So, oh god. This episode, <laughs> we're going to get into it. Yeah. Today and, um, we're catching up. <laughs> we're catching up. Laura and I are drinking margaritas to it's celebrate. Cheers. Cheers. It's a classic Sarah Margarita 3-2-1 ratio. Yep, you got your three parts tequila, two parts triple sec, one part lime juice. Shake it with ice, strain it into a cup with new ice. Perfection. That's all you need to know. Perfection. But it's appropriate to have a margarita on an episode like today because we're going to catch up with you guys and we're going to get real. Yeah, things are going to be a little crazy. It's going to be good, though. It's good for the soul. Because then we can move on. Yeah. We're going to get it all out. Yeah. And then we can get into it. Yes. Get back to our routine, right? Yeah. So where we left off um, in February... Or March. or March. I can't remember. Um, we basically said that we're taking a leave of absence um, and that we planned on coming back. 
Um, and this was even before COVID. So it was yeah. maybe a couple weeks before when we made that decision. And then COVID happened. So <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it probably seemed like COVID was the reason, but it was actually my life that was the reason, which we'll get into. Yes. <laughs> Personal reasons. Yes. Personal reasons. So it's not like we've completely abandoned ship. We're back and we're planning on re- maintaining that routine of doing bi weekly episodes. But yeah. Um, yeah, we're going to get into it. So, mm-hmm. Sarah, why don't you update us on your life? <laughs> <laughs> Where to begin? Oh, God. Yeah. So I'm going to go first. Uh, also, we're skipping salty sweets because yes. this whole episode is a salty sweet. Absolutely. Um, and I'm going to go first because I have bad news and Laura has good news. So. <laughs> Relatively, yes. Yeah. Um, yeah. So uh, I did announce this on Instagram over the summer. So if you follow me, you probably saw it on there. But Robert and I have separated. And it is obviously a huge deal. And that is why um, that happened at the end of, well, this, okay, let me back up. <laughs> back it up. <laughs> We are separating because Robert essentially realized he is gay, for lack of a better term, or I guess you could say that he is more gay than he is straight. And while um, this whole thing was very sudden in the way that it happened, it wasn't necessarily shocking because Robert had realized he was bisexual a few years ago, and he and I discussed that then, and. You know, it's something we've been talking about. So he has essentially been getting a better sense of his own sexuality over the past few years, you know, as basically all of us do as we get older. And so at the end of February, he kind of had this more sudden realization that he was actually more gay. And so he told me. That was at the end of February. And within just a few days' time, we realized that we needed to separate. And actually, Lara was the first friend that I called. I didn't know that. You were the first friend I called because I had to be like, we got to shut down the podcast. <laughs> like, down to business. <laughs> I basically just canceled everything I had going on in my life. I took that whole week off of work to deal with it. And we went to Ohio to be with Robert's family. And I've been dealing with that ever since. So Robert now lives in Cleveland with his brother and his brother's girlfriend, which is great for him. Um, The important thing, though, is that Robert and I are still best friends. Um, He never lied to me about anything. Um, As I say, like, I knew everything as soon as Robert knew it. So, you know, there's no betrayal there. I'm... You know, even though I've had my moments of anger, I'm not angry with Robert at all. I, you know, Robert and I still love each other very much and want the best for each other and just want the other person to be happy. So he moved to Cleveland on July 4th. So I have been living as a single woman since then. (laughs) Um, He and I are actually have both entered the dating world, which. I did not expect to be doing myself by this point, but that is a story for another day. (laughs) Um, So that's been interesting, but I think that has also really helped me and Robert to land squarely in the best friend zone. 
which has been nice. So it's been a transition for sure. Um, but I mean, as far as separations and divorces go, uh, I mean, if you have to do it, if you can do it while remaining best friends with that person, you know, I can't imagine going through this if he and I were not on good terms. So I feel like a lot of times when you go through a breakup, it feels like that person died. Mm -hmm. Um, especially if it's the kind of breakup where you just completely stop talking to each other or something. And the nice thing about this is to me, it feels more like instead of someone dying, it's like you cut off their arm, (laughs) you know? So all, all these other parts of our relationship have been able to stay the same. He's still the person that I tell everything to and can always call and talk to. And, and like, we have that comfort with each other, which is nice. Mm-hmm. So yeah, it's a transition. We're not legally divorced in any way yet, but we will be. And uh, Gilmore is staying with me for the time being until the time seems right for him to go back with Robert, cause since he's technically Robert's dog. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, that's my main news. Well, before I even get into mine, I just think that obviously when you shared the news with me, it was incredibly heartbreaking because... You know, I and and Luke loved you guys as a couple, but we Mm -hmm. love both of you individually. And that's what it comes down to. And, like, Mm -hmm. it's been incredible to see how graceful you both Mm -hmm. have handled this situation and, like, how much love and compassion is there. Because Mm -hmm. I come from a world where breakups do not work (laughs) like that. And, obviously, that is a signal of how much you guys loved and respected each other mm-hmm. and like the fact that you got you are incredibly supportive of something that's really 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 difficult mm-hmm. you know and I don't know I just think that I I, I think you're a, a savior like I don't understand <laughs> I don't understand how graceful you've handled it oh well I didn't think I was gonna cry but I'm crying. <laughs> sorry uh thank you um yeah, I don't know. It's just insane. Yeah. it. I mean, it is and it isn't, but yeah, a lot of people have been kind of like confused by how I've handled this, but... You just have to do whatever I mean, feels right for you. You don't know how you'll handle this kind of thing until it happens to you. Yeah. So... And I think as a friend should do, we want to make sure that you're happy and that you're, you know, mm-hmm. you're okay. And I think that like people handle things their own way. And I try to put myself in your shoes and I will never understand like what you've (laughs) gone through. Like I will never understand it, but I think that like, I know you and Robert very well and I know you very well, but I think that Mm -hmm. like the way that you've handled it was, it's just, it really, really, really makes me just love and respect you so much more because I feel like you're such a good person. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, thanks Laura. Um, the other very Two important thing on a podcast <laughs> cry. <laughs> uh, um, I, I was going to say the other very important thing to note is that I am in therapy. <laughs> Hooray! Uh, we love a therapy moment. <laughs> which I honestly had already been considering doing anyway because, which I kind of mentioned on our, I think our last episode we yeah. released about being depressed. Um, yeah, back in the like winter, I realized that I was dealing with some like clinical depression and was considering doing therapy. (laughs) And then my husband turned out to be gay and I was like, sign me up. (laughs) 
like, how fast can I get to therapy? How often can I come? Yeah. How much is it going to cost? How much can I afford? How often can I see you? Yeah. Let me tell you everything. Well, actually, it's a therapist that Robert and I saw together initially mm-hmm. when this all went down, like the day that he talked to me and it was like, okay, well, what's our next step? And we were right. like, what let's we go do? talk to a therapist. We really liked her. So then I was like, well, she already knows this whole situation. She's met Robert. So I'm like, I'm just going to keep seeing her. She knows the situation. Yeah. So once Robert moved out, I started seeing her on my own, like every two to three weeks. And I swear, every time I go in there, I'm like, you will not believe (laughs) what has happened to me in the last three weeks. Yes. So one of these days, I'd love to get there and just be like, I'm not sure what to tell you, honestly. But that's when the good stuff comes out. As <laughs> I know. a person who's been in therapy, yeah. like that's when the good that's stuff comes out. That's what she said. She's yeah. like, people always think they have nothing to talk about, and then something comes up. Yeah, man. So, but my, I feel like she's like a friend I just gossip to, and I'm like, let me tell you what's honestly, going on. Honestly, I feel like everyone <laughs> should have a therapist, like for real. It's very helpful. Yes. Because for me, I obviously have an amazing support network of like friends like you guys and my family. But there is so much going on in this head right now that you can't lay all of that on any one person. So knowing I have this one outside third party person that I can lay everything on and say every weird thought that's in my head is so helpful. No attachments to either people. Yeah. And when I've had bad weeks, like especially bad weeks because they've all been pretty bad, let's be honest, (laughs) Um, (laughs) uh, to just know, like, oh, I'm going to therapy next week. Like, I'm going to get to talk to her about this. That is, it's honestly been so helpful. I mean, people always say that therapy is amazing, but it really is. It really is. If If you can do it, which I wish everybody could for free, but that's not the world we live in. Not yet. Hashtag America. But that's what everybody needs. I, I totally agree. I think, yeah. yeah, I think everyone, let's normalize therapy. Let's normalize talking about going to our therapist. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Let's just normalize mental health, period. Yeah. I think that the time of quarantine really allowed a lot of us to reflect on a lot of things. Because <laughs> what else do you Because, like, do? <laughs> what do you do after you make a sourdough starter? You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Um, and I think that, I mean, before I get into my update, I feel like, I personally have had really, really close friends who've had really difficult phases of their life starting pre-COVID into COVID, even Mm -hmm. today. Mm -hmm. Um, And I think that this 2020 is a absolute wreck. (laughs) Just write it off, guys. Just let's just clear it off. (laughs) Um, But I do think that there are things about... 2020 that have made people mm-hmm. reevaluate and like really get yeah. in touch with themselves. No one will be the same after this year. How could you? Nobody. I mean, unless you're that like rich. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I don't know. Right. Um, but I will say that for, for my experience of COVID um, and what we, what has been going on since we took a break a lot of great things have happened in my life. Mm-hmm. Um, but a lot of self-evaluation has also happened. So I basically cut ties from all travel writing, um, like, contracts. I don't have any freelance jobs. I stopped blogging. 
Mm-hmm. I took this time to just be mm-hmm. and just give myself nothing to do. Sort of like your chill girl summer that you were hoping yeah. to have. Um, that didn't happen, but it turned into just my sad girl summer. That's what I'm calling it. Thank you, Taylor Swift, for releasing Folklore. Oh, yeah. I'll yeah. be talking about that later. Okay, perfect. <laughs> um, but I, I think that even though a lot of great things have come, it just so happens to be that it was during this time that a lot of people are dealing with a lot of devastation. I think that personally, I've been given the chance to evaluate my own biases Mm-hmm. my own prejudices, especially with the Black Lives Matter movement that mm-hmm. really, really shook me to my core. Mm-hmm. And I think it made me really get in touch with basically who I am, like without all the external um, satisfactions I get from like being a career woman and like, you know, like all these mm-hmm. things. We, we had a whole episode talking about mm-hmm identity around what we do and I really let it go and I feel like that's Mm. been really good for me that's good yes but it wasn't easy because I feel like there was a lot of like growing pains with that too Mm -hmm. like letting go of all that stuff yeah and just allowing myself to just be Laura like who is Laura who is Laura who is Laura (laughs) she sounds a lot like Sarah (laughs) um but updates for me otherwise um i purchased a home with Luke. We're (laughs) sitting in our guest bedroom right now. I have a kitten. Yeah. He's Um, so cute. And I don't even like cats. I know. He's a good one, you guys. He's a good one. He's a good one. I'll let him him pass. Yeah. His name is Vincent or Vinny or Vin, whatever you want to call him. Or Vincenzo. Vincenzo when he's being a lover. (laughs) Um, So... um, yeah, so we we purchased a home. We got a cat. Um, we did not travel, but the only real extended experience we had was we went to Vermont for a very, very closed, intimate wedding that was outdoors for Luke's brother in Vermont, which was beautiful. To your best friend. Oh, yeah. To, <laughs> yeah. My best friend. Oh, yeah, Amy. Hi. Um, <laughs> bridesmaid. Um, and it was a beautiful wedding, and it was just, like, really... It was the first time we really had any social interaction, like... That was in Um, June. That was in June. Mm -hmm. Yeah. um, End of June. And by that point, the numbers had decreased a lot. We were outdoors. Mm -hmm. Um, But I mean, I feel like on paper, a lot of good things have happened to me um, on, you know, during this time, this Mm -hmm. COVID quarantine time, which has been really exciting. But I Mm -hmm. also feel like it's it's important to read the room. (laughs) So (laughs) I'm not, you're not like, hey guys, my life is great. Yeah, because yeah, did you even mention you have a new job? Oh, and I have a new job. <laughs> yeah, there's a lot of changes. Yeah. Um, and the job is definitely a more, um, it's more suited for long-term career happiness. So that's good. <laughs> yeah. Um, a shorter commute, easier planning and all sorts of stuff. So right. better pay. Anyway, but um, I, I want to make sure like I read the room because I know a lot of people have faced a lot of difficult things in this time and I haven't shared a single post Mm -hmm. since a black square, um, for black lives matter, um, Mm -hmm. and for the blackout. And, and that's a personal choice that I've made because I think like, I don't feel the need to share and that's okay. Mm -hmm. And I'm taking this Mm -hmm. time to be like a little bit more, I'm holding things a little bit closer to my chest Besides the podcast, of course, but like <laughs> where we just yeah let it we'll just all out. let it go. <laughs> but um, yeah, that's a little update about what's going on here. So 
Yeah. So yeah, it is wild to think about. I think the last time you and I really recorded was in January. Uh huh. Because we kind of batch recorded a few. Yeah. And just to think about how insanely different both of our lives are and the world at large. Yeah. Since we recorded those. It's yeah. crazy. I, I can't even remember what that felt like. Like I can't <laughs> even remember. It was like three years ago. It was. <laughs> Emotionally it was. Oh my yes. God. So how was uh, COVID slash quarantine life for you? Yeah. So oh my God, March was just, I don't even know. It uh, was, yeah. So the end of February, Robert and I realized we were separating. And then uh, we were supposed to go to Italy for two weeks in mid-March. Oh, yeah. Remember that? We had to cancel that trip. And then I promptly got laid off from my job. And this was when I was already getting stressed about the prospect of being a single homeowner and taking on all the expenses of my house by myself once Robert left. And this was before they added the extra 600 a week for unemployment. So I'm like, oh, great. I'm now about to make less money and be unemployed for who knows how long. And who knows what's going to happen with this pandemic and everything. Yeah, it felt like it could be forever long. Yeah, it was... No end in sight. Nuts. So, but weirdly enough, in a lot of ways, I mean, don't get me wrong, this pandemic is awful, and yeah, it has really turned so many people's lives on their head and caused over 200,000 deaths, but the... As it is right now, it's probably more than that, so... Yeah, when it comes out, we're probably at like 220. Um, If not 300, let's be real. (laughs) Second wave. But weirdly enough, the time I was laid off from my job for seven weeks. And then actually by the time I, I think I like the second unemployment payment I got included the extra 600 a week. So I was one of those people who was making more money on unemployment than I do for my job. Which is crazy. Which is so insane. But that's also because Pennsylvania is one of the highest paying for unemployment. Mm. And I think I was making like the highest amount that they give out or almost the the highest. So yeah, I was making more money. I had seven weeks off of work and I thankfully I knew my job was secure for once we were, it was safe to open up again. But to have seven weeks where I had nothing to do but self-care. Yep. Was incredible for me. That's what I was saying earlier. Like, like <laughs> yeah, it was, it was truly what I needed at that time. Mm-hmm. And it was also great for me and Robert because originally he was supposed to move over Easter weekend at the beginning of April, but because of the pandemic and everything, we were just like, it just makes no sense. And then also Robert was going to be jumping from having it a full-time job to freelancing. And we're like, huh makes no sense for you to try to freelance right now right? when no one's working. There's no jobs. <laughs> yeah. Um, and it was also like, I don't want to be in this house completely alone. Because this yeah. was when we were still like, you know, my parents would come like drop food off, but we weren't we, like yeah, hanging out with no. them or anything. So uh, we had that time to really just like process through everything together. And also just enjoy each other's company we were like well you're going to be leaving we don't 
dislike each other. Right. So let's just spend this time together. And we were able to have a lot of really difficult conversations, like as soon as they popped up in our heads. Right. And talk through stuff. Which is a lot easier to do in person than doing like yeah, the phone, over the phone or, or Zoom or whatever. Exactly. So, yeah, it was like a really weird gift that we were given to have that time together. I'm sure. So, oh, and I finally redesigned my website. Hey! <laughs> so Cakeover Steak is now fully transferred over to Squarespace. You can check out my new site at cakeoversteak.com. So that was the other thing. Like, I'm really good at when I have tons of free time, I just make a new schedule for myself. So I kind of treated that like it was my full-time job, which thank God I did because it took those whole seven weeks for me to yeah um, reformat all of my 150 blog posts, which was so annoying. <laughs> but it was like I got up every day by like 7 a.m. because I could tell that anytime I kind of slept in later than that, it would get it would trigger like my depression and feeling like I missed out on the day. Right. I'm much more productivity. A, yeah. I like to just get up and start doing things. Yeah. So I would get up, I would work out, I would make myself breakfast and I would work on the blog. I would go for a walk or a run in the afternoon and, you know, work on the blog some more, you know, I was yeah. cook, trying to cook relatively healthy food, um, watched a lot of TV, read some books like, it was great. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I feel like I got my, like, chill summer in that period. in those seven yeah. weeks, even though I was still working on the blog, but to have that much free time. But you were choosing to do that. So, yeah. yeah. And that also, like, felt like a huge weight lifted to get that off my plate. Right. So that was great. Yeah. And then I went back to work at the beginning of May, and I've been there ever yeah. since. So, job's back. <laughs> yeah, my, yeah. And, like, honestly, I work for a memorial company Business yeah. is booming. Yeah, I would say. So we're like pandemic proof over here. Yeah. Which is you a guys shame. are secure. Yeah. I think honestly we were gonna we were um on track to have a really good year anyway. It's just kind of ebbs and flows like that. Yeah. But, yeah. So thank God my like of all the thi- everything else in my life is so insane to feel secure in my job right now is such a blessing. Oh I'm sure. It's oh it's so nice to See, not like, have to worry I about feel- that. The exact opposite, honey. <laughs> As a teacher, yeah, in a pandemic, mm-hmm. it is quite the opposite. Mm-hmm. I feel no security at my job, but everything yeah. else is okay. So it's right. like you know, if right. we swapped, right, it would be great. I think, yeah. The was. next question we have is, how are we doing? <laughs> how are we doing in the midst of 2020? I'll share. I'm doing. <laughs> surviving not thriving mm-hmm. so i'm good i feel in constant panic about exposing people to covid because i feel like a human petri dish um i constantly feel like older people in my life i have been sort of you know giving them the stiff arm and mm-hmm. saying like no it's not a good idea let's go outside and that's been really hard. I haven't seen my grandmother for months and mm-hmm. she's like my favorite person in the world. So like that sucks. Yeah. And even friends and stuff. I don't want to expose high risk friends yeah. um, and being really selective about how I'm spending my time and who I'm spending my time with has been yeah. really, really hard. And it there feels like a it feels very um, heavy to have that responsibility mm-hmm. and to know that potentially I could be exposing someone 
Right. Without even knowing it. Which we do have a tentative plan in place to record remotely from each other. But also, like, I consider you guys, like, part of my pod. Yeah, you're part of the pod. pod. Yeah, you're part of the pod. (laughs) You're you're two of the people that I just take the risk with. Because especially now that I live alone, it's like... I need to have a couple people that I see. Yeah, you gotta. It's basically like you guys and my parents. Yeah. And like a couple, and people I work with. Yeah. But. And there probably is a very high likelihood that I will be quarantined at some point in time, which is yeah. crazy, but um, it's a very high likelihood of that happening. So mm-hmm. how am I doing? Um, okay. <laughs> but also I'm definitely not like, thriving Mm -hmm. i feel like a lot of things have worked out for me like the house and the job but Mm -hmm. i'm okay i feel like i'm keeping my head above water and i'm treading Mm -hmm. you know so teaching online is very hard it's very very hard and it's exhausting work is exhausting i'm at a new job it's hard to make friends right now because no one's supposed to see each other we can't even eat lunch together like none of it yeah so It's been pretty difficult work-wise, and I think that I've been pretty good about separating work and life, but Mm -hmm. it's it's something now that I'm concerned about health that makes me reevaluate, oh, should I be going to that person's house, or Mm -hmm. I'm not going to go to that family gathering, you know, it's been hard, especially as it gets colder, so. Well, I've never been more glad to not be a teacher. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) This is, any, like, new teacher's... Godspeed. Yeah. Well, and it sucks, too, that you started a new job at a new school district during this time. That's got to be hard. It's, yeah, it's not great. Luckily, I have a counterpart who teaches the same subject I teach. We share an office, and she and I get together like two peas in a pod, so that's great. So at least I have one person. Mm -hmm. But, you know, it's, it's hard to meet anyone in COVID, let alone at a workplace where everything is really, really restricted. So yeah, it is what it is. Mm-hmm. So students even, it's hard to connect with students because they all have their masks on and right. they're spaced out really far and mm-hmm. it just feels very sterile. So yeah. it's hard to make it, I don't know, it's really hard to make connections right now. But it is what it is. So I'm yeah. doing okay. I'm surviving, not thriving. Yeah. Well, I am definitely surviving, not thriving. <laughs> Yeah, surviving is the name of the game. Um, Honestly, I'm doing... I think I'm doing better than I expected to be at this point. Uh, It's been weird for me because the pandemic is just like a blip in my life right right now. Especially when it first happened, everyone was like, oh my god... This pandemic, like coronavirus. And I'm like, you think coronavirus is a big deal? Why Listen don't you take a step my into life. my brain? <laughs> yeah. Uh, that's like the least of my problems right it's now. It's like background noise. Um, but, you know, not to minimize it. It's obviously a huge deal. Um, but, yeah, I like every day is just kind of something new. I've, I feel like my bad days are getting my really bad days are getting farther apart, which is good. good. That's really good. Don't (laughs) minimize that. That's really good. Um, and like I said, Robert and I are on great terms. I feel like he and I have like really gotten to the, um, the like friend, comfortable friend zone. Yeah. Like we even tell each other 
all about our weird dating adventures. Um, he really has gone from husband to gay best friend, which is nice. That's ideal. Yeah. <laughs> um, but what else? Yeah, I just... Some days are really hard. I feel like this week I'm feeling kind of like numb mm-hmm. about a lot of things, which is sometimes welcome. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I'm, I'm like terrified about the election. So <sighs> by the way, I hope all of you listening are registered vote. to vote. And I hope you vote for Joe Biden. <laughs> Not to... Uh, you know, put pressure on you, but please. It's serious, you guys. Like, I I can't do another four years of that. So, and neither can we as a country or as a world. So, please vote for Joe Biden. Everyone vote. Vote. Yeah. Like, vote. I know he's just another old white dude, and I don't like that either. But. Vote. Vote. We gotta get vote. rid of Trump. So, yeah, that's a thing that's, like, constantly... I mean, for the last four years, that has been mm-hmm. a huge cloud over my life. And it's something that definitely triggers um, anxiety and also just, like, panic mm-hmm. for me to yeah. even really dig into the fact that, like, what the state of our country is. Mm-hmm. Like, it's it, it definitely triggers something in me, and I know it triggers something in you, too. Mm-hmm. So I'm sure that's something else that's just, like, in the back yeah. burner of everything mm-hmm. going on. So... Right. So... Yeah. yeah, so not doing great, but I'm here, and I'm living life, and I'm adjusting to being a single person who lives alone. I think you've been a champ. <laughs> I've tried. You've been a champ. Because <laughs> if this were me, I don't Ugh. know what my... Yeah. I don't know how I would handle it at all. I can't even imagine put myself in your shoes. Like, yeah. I think you've handled it like a real pro. Thanks. I'm still working on it. But yeah. last question is plans we have for the podcast moving forward. So this is fun. So we're still going to carry on as normal. We're going to do bi-weekly episodes and mm-hmm. one little thing we're sort of going to start introducing this season is we're going to talk about like um, food and travel hot topics. So food and travel news, controversies, mm-hmm. articles we find interesting. If you like find that. anything you want us to discuss, please send it our yeah. way. Yeah. If you, if you read a really interesting article and you're like, let's talk about this, please send it our way. Mm-hmm. We'll share all of our contact information at the end of the episode, but like, mm-hmm. please share anything you find you know, juicy. We'd love to yeah. talk about. We've got a couple guests coming up. Yes. Exciting guests. And like we said, we're doing that giveaway. So get those reviews in. Yes. Mm-hmm. Give us some reviews, share us on Instagram, and we would love to like basically gain more listeners and make this more of like a, I mean, I would love if this was our job. Wouldn't that be great? <laughs> Just to talk to each other about food and travel and stuff. <laughs> That's a long shot. Yeah. But hey, if you guys want to make that happen for us. That would be sweet. You know, help us out. Help your girl out. And then we also, because this is a lot of doom and gloom, yeah. I figured we should share a couple of things that are like bringing joy to our life despite everything that's going on. I'll share the first thing bringing me joy. TikTok. And that was on my list TikTok! too. <laughs> okay. I avoided TikTok for far too long i was like no my students watch that i don't want to know blah 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 
And guess who rung me into this whole thing? Me? You yeah. and Robert. <laughs> yeah. And literally, like, we oh. just, I don't even, I don't even, I haven't made anything. Every I tried making some, I was like, nah, nah, that's not me. I erased all my videos. All I do is just scroll. Mm-hmm. And the algorithm is, oh, your chef's, algorithm, the things that you send kiss. me, I'm like, Laura's on like cozy cottage core, Pride and Prejudice, oh, it's so 90s good. nostalgia, like Harry Potter it's coziness. So on brand for yeah. Laura. Yeah. <laughs> Harry Potter coziness. Yes. Yeah. Sign me up. Oh my gosh. Yeah. I, yeah. TikTok, seriously, for me and for Robert, it was just where we go to turn off our brain the and escape. just be happy. Oh, and and because especially compared to other social media stuff, it's such a positive place. Oh my god. And my favorite thing is if you find a video you love, you got to read the comments. Oh, the comment section the, is the best, the best part. <laughs> it's so good. Oh my gosh. Like literally like if I am on TikTok, I know it's my happy little escape. I'm not going to spend hours on it, but mm-hmm. it is a world yeah. that I could easily lose myself in. It's the best. It's the absolute best. And it's definitely made me like cooler. <laughs> Like, I'm like, oh, I like Big Pants, Big Shirt. Like, what? you haven't seen Big Pants, Big Shirt TikTok? I don't know. I've discovered Bean TikTok. I told you about Bean Talk. <laughs> I've discovered Bean Talk. I told Laura about Bean Talk, and then Bean Talk presented itself to yes. her, and she's in it. I'm in it. Like, somehow you're deep into Bean Talk, and I'm not. Yeah, it just zeroed in on me. I don't know. <laughs> I didn't even engage. I just knew I needed it. But like TikTok's <laughs> algorithm is the best. Now you're on Le Creuset Talk. Le Creuset Talk? <laughs> Don't even get me started. It's literally the best thing in the entire world. But oh, it is funny. my happy place. It's I, it's great. The other thing that was a like a joy but also a sadness. Um, Taylor Swift graced us with our Sad Girl Summer Ugh. album. Which... I never in my life thought that I would be blessed with the Taylor Swift album this summer, but the fact that she gave me the saddest album. She gave it for you. In my saddest moments. She gave it for you. It is just an album for crying to. And let me tell you, I have done that 3,000 times since it arrived. When this album came out. Listen, I woke up that morning like a kid on Christmas and I turned it on, and I started making my bed, and I started weeping, and it just never ended. <laughs> I just remember sending you multiple texts being like, let's talk about Cardigan. Seriously. Like, I mean, and honestly, if you are not a Taylor Swift fan, please try this album. Try because it. it is her songwriting at its best. I said this to you, but I actually really agree. If I was introduced to Taylor Swift... In reverse. With folklore. With folklore. You would be on board all the way. I'd be T-Swizzy, like, diehard. <laughs> because it really was... It's my style of music. Mm-hmm. It's also, like... I think, in a, as a musician, it's more approachable for me to, like, consider... Because I feel like Taylor Swift really inspired a lot of young women to become a songwriter or become a musician or singer. Mm-hmm. Yeah. In her country mode. That just wasn't me. Mm-hmm. Or co- pop country mode. Yeah. This, to me, was like, where's my piano? Mm-hmm. I want to start playing piano. Yeah. So Ooh. good. Do you have a favorite song on the album? I mean, obviously I love Bon Iver. Like I saw Bon Iver <laughs> literally live in concert and thought I like had seen the face mm-hmm. of God. So um, I love Hoax. Okay. Which is super sad girl. Um, 
I don't love Betty. People oh, I, love Betty. I love Betty. Yeah. Um, that's very classic country Taylor, though. Yes, that's old school, mm-hmm. back to her roots. Yeah. Um, my Tears Ricochet. My Tears Ricochet is my number one. Ugh. And my number two is August. Oh, August is good. I love Cardigan. Cardigan is maybe my least favorite. What? Oh I I prefer Cardigan, the cabin candlelight version. Oh, I haven't heard that. Oh, you should listen to that one. I, it's a separate single. I stand Taylor, <laughs> especially now that she's political. Like, mm-hmm. we have to stand. We have to stand. <laughs> we have to stand. Um, those are, I mean, TikTok and Taylor Swift are probably the two biggest things mm-hmm. that have given me joy during quarantine, other than um, just, like, enjoying cooking and mm-hmm. living slower. I mean, yeah, I, I have. it has really given me the chance to, like, just be who I am. Mm. Which has been weird, because I'm about to turn 30, and it's like, I never really allowed myself the chance to just, like, be an adult. Yeah. Be who I am. Especially now that you have a house, though. Yeah. You're, you're going to settle into that 30s, uh, the 30s. Yeah. I have one other big thing that's bringing me joy, and that is Shit's Creek. Heck yes. Shit's Creek has been my comfort blanket of a show. I have to say that, so... When Robert had his realization, and within a few days' time, uh, we had the hardest conversation of our lives where we decided we would separate and he would move to Ohio. And it was a day that we had both taken off work because our right. lives were falling apart. Like, a true mental health day. <laughs> right. I um, need this day. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I was like, I cannot function as a human being. Uh, I'm not going to work. Yeah. So... um and so we had taken off work. It's like 9 a.m. We have, or it was later, but like morning. And we realized what our plans were. But we had our therapy appointment scheduled for later that day at like 4 or 5 o'clock. You're like, what do we do now? And so I, in those days, could not eat. Like the thought of eating food made me nauseous. But weirdly enough, we had a random box of cornflakes at the house for some, like, chicken tenders or something. It was the only thing I could eat. And uh, so that day, we had this talk. And then I was like, I am starving, but I can't eat. And I was like, I guess I'll have some cereal. And Robert was like, do you want to go to the dollar store and get some, like, good cereal? And I was like, yeah. Lucky charms. So... We have a Dollar Tree, like, a block from our house. So he and I walk over there. We just buy, like, five boxes of cereal. It was, like, Lucky Charms, Cinnamon Toast Crunch. The classics. um, Cocoa Krispies, Honey Nut Cheerios, and something else. And then we came back, and we sat on the couch all day and did nothing but watch Schitt's Creek and eat cereal, which we started referring to as grief cereal. Um, <laughs> and then later I'm that, laughing because they told me this story and yeah. it's just like funny. Also, it's funny because um, we had both just been crying and we go to the Dollar Tree at like 11 a.m., buy five boxes of cereal, don't, don't use any bags, our eyes are all red, <laughs> we're laughing at the ridiculousness of what we're doing and we were leaving and Robert's like, you realize that they think we're high. <laughs> Oh, for sure. <laughs> like, yeah. So, um, 
Yeah, that was great. And then once Robert left, I had gotten my parents into Schitt's Creek. So then I just jumped in with my parents and I would be over there eating ice cream, watching Schitt's Creek. And then it got to the point where they are not allowed to watch Schitt's Creek without me. And now season six has come to yes, Netflix. Haven't watched it. And I can yet. finally finish the series. Perfect. But it's so rewatchable and it's just so comforting and it nice. It's a delight. And for anyone who's like tried Shits Creek and you're like, ah, I don't know, you have to give it some time. You have to get through season one. Yeah. And then season two should get you hooked. Yeah, I, I totally agree. Because originally I was like, ah, I don't know. But then I pushed myself through it and I was mm-hmm. like, this is amazing. Yeah. So Shits Creek, TikTok, and Taylor Swift. That's all you need. That's all Happy we need right now. trio right there. That's what you need. And some grief cereal. Yeah. Absolutely. Or whatever your equivalent is. Yeah. I've also had more boxed mac and cheese in the last several months than I had ever had in my entire that life. That is literally my comfort food. But it's got to be like the Cracker Barrel Deluxe Sharp White Cheddar. Okay. This is a great segue <laughs> into our question. Okay. Our listener question. So this is from TL Garissi on Instagram. She asks... What has been your comfort food during COVID? Has cooking become more joyful for you during quarantine? Well, what's your comfort food? Okay. I don't know if it's necessarily during COVID or just in general, but a box mac and cheese Mm -hmm. is my comfort food. Like... If I, if it's like a dreary day, I'm just not feeling it. Like I just, you know, like I want to get either cozy or I'm just like having an off day or I'm sick. Mm -hmm. It's a box mac and cheese. But what kind? Okay. Mine is a doctored up craft mac and cheese. Mm -mm. So I know you're going to disagree. Hold on. (laughs) So I, I haven't tried your Cracker Barrel deluxe deluxe yet. I will try it. I guarantee you I will, especially now that winter and fall are starting, but, Mm -hmm. um, Mine is a Kraft Mac and Cheese. It has to be cartoon. <laughs> Which cartoon? Frozen? Doesn't matter. We ate some frozen ones over COVID. Uh, there's like quarantine. unicorn ones out. There's frozen. We had those too. There's like whatever. It has okay. to be cartoon. I don't know what it is. It's different. And then you take uh, Cabot's Seriously Sharp Cheddar Cheese. A staple in your fridge. A staple. Like, literally, Luke we'll have lives three blocks at any point in time in our fridge. Anytime I'm at this house, Luke gets it out of the fridge. Oh, I don't it's, know. It's just always around. It's always a thing. It's so good. So you have to, like, just, like, really, really cut that down okay. to chunks. And then you add that with extra butter and little milk. Just Ooh. a little, like a little milk, but mostly butter. Okay. We need to have a face-off in an episode. Now, we have my... I don't want a face-off because here's the thing. I know it's bad, but I still love it. <laughs> okay, but that sounds interesting to me. Okay, you're willing to try it? Okay. But mine was... My favorite is the Cracker Barrel Sharp White Cheddar. And I've been making broccoli sprouts... And I stir broccoli sprouts into it. Healthy. Which adds this health factor, but it's also really good and adds kind of like a texture to it. I'll try it. I'll try it. Okay. But you have to keep it open. <laughs> Mine is so trashy, but it is like, I don't know what it is. I feel like because I never really had it as a kid. It was like a college thing that I oh, did. Okay. But I just did it straight out of the box back then. Now mm. I'm bougie and I had seriously sharp cheese to it. <laughs> but you do have to add more cheese to the, like the powdery yeah, kind. You have to see. I I prefer 
the kinds with the you just have like the cheese packet that you squeeze like into squeeze it. cheese yeah yeah not like Velveeta but similar to Velveeta yeah yeah mm-hmm. I like Velveeta too no shame um, but other comfort foods during COVID so we would spend a lot of time cooking and mm-hmm. it was the only thing that we had to look forward to when I went back to work I was like how am I supposed to eat all day if I'm not just cooking all my meals in my cast iron skillet. Yeah. Because I was making a ton of like and ginger kale fried rice that I would just like make that for breakfast every morning with a fried egg on it. So good. And then I was like, how did I used to eat before? Like, you, or how did I didn't. do anything? You did it. Because like once I was laid off for seven weeks, I just filled my time with all this stuff. Honestly, how? I, know, I know this is so bad, but like, can I get more of that in my life? <laughs> it's like... Yeah. It was great for the soul. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying all the time, but like... I felt like a teacher who had the summer off. <laughs> you guys, it's a real thing. <laughs> and that's why it's so hard to get back at the beginning of the school year. Right. Every it, it was nicer, though, to not have the constant grind of like, okay, we got to eat dinner, then we have to do this stuff, then right. I have to pack my lunch, got to get to bed on time. The absolute hustle of just living. Of just life. Yeah. Right. Yeah. That's always a struggle. I feel like cooking is way more enjoyable when there's like, let's just take it slow. Like whenever, mm-hmm. like I'm not super hungry now, but like by the time we're done, we're going to be hungry. It's not like I'm ravenous. I've worked all day. All I mm-hmm. want to do is sit on the couch. Yeah. You know? Now I have to feed myself. Right. Yeah. Well, what were your comfort foods, y'all? Yeah. Let us know. What should we be eating? What are some recipes you discovered over COVID that we should know about? recommendations my recommendation i have to pull mine up is the bombas cushioned no-show socks okay if you're looking for a no-show sock like right now i'm wearing my little kids sneakers with my bombas um as far as i can tell it's the only no-show sock worth buying they are expensive but what puts them above the rest okay I'm going to take off my shoe and show you. Because, like, I barely wear socks at all. Oh. Is that weird? (laughs) I guess you're one of those people who doesn't get smelly feet. Oh, I do. Oh, you do? Yeah. You just deal with it. I just don't care. Um, Okay, so these have... Well, they're cushioned, so they're not... I mean, they're called cushioned, but basically they're not super-duper thin. Okay. They they feel like a, a sturdy sock. Okay. But... I think they're just, like, they just fit really well, but then the heel has the little, like, rubber grippies. Okay, so it doesn't fall off your heel. Yeah. They That's put. my problem with these types of, of socks. Okay, but also look at this. When I take this shoe, this, this sock off, they look like baby socks. Actually, <laughs> this can, still looks kind of big because it's been on my foot all day, but when you wash these... It'll shrink down. When I first washed them... I thought, oh my God, these are never going to fit my foot anymore. But they just kind of really shrink down. So then when they're on your foot, they stretch out. They stretch out and they just stay put. And they're comfy. Okay, I'd try these. I would try these. They're worth the price. I just go sockless because I wear a lot of like flats. Oh, okay. And they're cheap. I never spend too much money on them. I probably should, but Mm -hmm. if I had to wear socks, I would. I would buy those. Yeah, they're good for these little, 
you know, these little like ankle sneakers, like yeah. heads and stuff. Or if you wear like booties or something like that too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which in fall, you know, you need. Right. Mine is something I gave to you and <laughs> was given to me. For birthdays. Oh, yes. So this was something that also brought me joy during COVID. Which I then gave to somebody else. See, this is the birthday. gift that keeps on giving. This yep. is the Milk Bar Sampler. So if you haven't heard of Milk Bar, it is an amazing um, bakery that's based out of New York. And it came from Momofuku. Momofuku with next door. Um, and actually, there's a whole chef's table about this if you want to check it out. Mm. Um, but... Uh, Christina Tosi is the yes. creator. And she is, she's such like a fun, playful attitude about cooking and baking. And anyway, this sampler is amazing. Mm-hmm. It's 52 bucks, which is like, eh, it's, you know, it's a higher end, like gift you mm-hmm. want to give someone, but it includes like a whole assortment of her cookies, the mm-hmm. birthday cake truffles. There's like chocolate truffles, I think too. Um, a and then like the milk bar pie. And so it comes bomb. in a really cute tin that yes. you can repurpose. With, like, this this fun, like, confetti in there and stuff. Mm-hmm. And I was given this from Amy for my birthday, <laughs> and it was an amazing present. And, like, it was the gift that kept on giving because I stuck some in my freezer. And then, yeah. you know, it's like, oh, I want to try that. Let me let that thaw out. And that was, mm-hmm. like, a fun little thing to look forward to. It was so good. It was so good. And um, I gave that to Sarah for her birthday. Mm-hmm. And who did you give yours to? I gave to? it to Abby for her birthday. Day. It's such a good gift. Yeah. So if you're looking, you're like, I don't really know what to get this person. They're a foodie person. If they love sweets, you got to get mm-hmm. this milk bar sampler. And it is great because when I got it, I kept the truffles and the pie out in my fridge. And I put all the cookies in the freezer because they're all individually wrapped. Yes. And then they're perfect to just pull out of the freezer and let it thaw out a little bit. So good. And then, like, I would take one out, like, in the morning. And then I would eat it with my coffee while I oh. drove to work or like later once I got to work and have it with my coffee. Yeah. It's really good. You got, so you can order them on their websites, um, milk bars website. Um, and they ship pretty like consistently and you get to pick which day it ships too, yeah. because they overnight it. Yeah. They like flash and it's frozen. Yeah. So it's all fresh. Yeah. It's so good. You guys, you have to do and it. And you can order a ton of other stuff on their site too. But yeah. the sampler pack is really fun. If you just want to try a couple of things, especially because they're best known for the birthday cake truffles and the milk bar pie and like mm-hmm. a whole assortment of, they have like a corn cookie that was so good. Like yeah. you got to do it. Mm-hmm. You got to do it. In fact, I just want to order another one for myself. <laughs> so that's yeah. my recommendation. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's a good one. It's a good gift. Yes. For somebody. For yourself or for others. Yeah. Yeah. Especially right now, like if you can't be with people, but you want to send them a little treat if they're having a hard time. Or a care package. Yeah. Yeah. Cute. Speaking of care packages. Good segue. (laughs) Um, Just a reminder, we're doing a giveaway. (laughs) So, um, yeah, we would love for you as a listener to celebrate our season three and spread the word about what we do and like the podcast. So... If you want to enter, we're giving away a COVID care package of our favorite things. So all you have to do is to write a review on iTunes or tag a friend on our Instagram post from now until um, the end of November. Yeah. You can enter as many times as you want. Mm -hmm. Have fun. Yeah. So write a review, tag a friend in our Instagram. Yeah. Yeah. Well, thank you so much for listening and coming with us on this crazy journey that is 2020 and checking in with us yes we're so glad to have all of you listening and caring about 
whatever the heck's going on in our lives. Yeah. When the and stuff we ramble about. Hopefully this will be a bright spot and everything going on. Mm-hmm. A place where we can just sort of, you can feel like cozy and comforted, but also we can talk about fun stuff like food and travel that we obviously love. So yeah, that's our goal to make you have a happy place in this 2020 world we live in. <laughs> and don't forget to send us your questions about literally anything. Yeah. Send I mean, us questions. We're running low. Yeah, we're going to need some. And and that can be food and travel topics, or if there's anything you read that's interesting. Mm-hmm. You can send them to us on Instagram, we're at Passport Pizza Pod. Or if you want to be really fun, you can leave us a voicemail at 717-964-0215. And you can also email us at hello at passportsandpizza.com. Yeah, and our show notes with all the links and details of products and recommendations is on www.passportsandpizza.com. And if you want to see what we're up to, you can give us a follow at Sarah underscore Cornelius underscore, and I am at Roman Go Lightly. Even though I'm not posting too much right now, I'm there. I may return. Who knows? We can be friends. So <laughs> yeah. And last but not least, as always, thank you to Lara's brother Will for our theme music and. For Luke Topping, for helping with this new sound system. That's true. He was a big help the other day. Yes. When we were figuring all this out. All right. So, we love yeah. you guys. And see stay you next safe. episode. Please vote. And we'll talk to you next time. Yeah. Stay healthy. Read love the- you. Bye. Right, bye. Love you. Bye. Yum. Survive. Don't thrive. <laughs> well, try to thrive. Well, thrive. If you're thriving, go for it. But like. Yeah. Also read the room. But also. Yeah. 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 Okay. <laughs>